welcome to the Six Degrees of John Keel podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Barbara Fisher. Tonight, I'm welcoming back James Salcedo, and he is of Salcedo Paranormal, which is a podcast. Um, he's been here before to tell me some of his earlier experiences, and I'm glad to have him back. Hey, James. Hello. How you doing? Good. Thank you for having me again. Oh, no problem. No problem. Why don't you just jump right in with, with what you came to talk about? Yeah, so um, this happened last summer, uh, summer of 2022. So, um, and, and basically for anyone that um, remembers, you know, I've had many experiences before, mainly with um, paranormal dreams, and then I guess you could say ghosts slash haunting experiences. Um, but uh, so I've been doing my uh, my podcast for a while, a couple of years now, and um, I'm very lucky. I have a lot of friends that will join me from time to time. And so I was talking with one friend uh, about uh, doing a show, sort of about the the weirder possibilities of um, contact with aliens, whatever those may be. And so we were talking about that. We we had the idea for the show. We didn't do it right away, but not long after we were talking about this online, I went outside when it was early morning at this point, around uh, 3, 3.30 in the morning, which is kind of funny. I don't think about it because I never do. But um, I went outside to get the mail because it was in the middle of somewhere. And, um, and so the mailbox is just around the two sides of my street that I live, I live like in a, in a court. So it's basically a parking lot surrounded by four sets of build, buildings with uh, mm-hmm. one way in and out of the court. And so I, I went outside and I noticed a light in the sky. And um, it was unusual for me to notice lights in the sky unless it's the moon um, because I'm, I'm legally blind. And I don't usually see stars all that often. It's pretty rare, actually, for me to see stars. If I do, I can barely see them. Um, but I saw this one light, and I was thinking, wow, that's a really bright star. And it was kind of that star color. I don't know what it, what it really is, but like a, a, a white or an orange. Or just a bright, bright light. And mm-hmm. um, so I, I walked out of my apartment and down one side of the, the, the court. As I was walking, I had, I had this... Um, show idea in my mind, the back of my mind, I guess. As I was getting closer to the mailbox, I was thinking, boy, this would be amazing if this was more than just a, a star or something that regular or natural that can be explained later or a drone or whatever. And um, I, so I walked, uh, there's this tree on the corner right across from the mailbox. And as I was thinking these thoughts about how it would be amazing if this was something other than a star, um, I lost sight of it for a minute, not even a minute, a few seconds. And when I came up from behind the tree, it had changed color to like a blue, like a light blue. Mm. And I felt some kind of a presence, some kind of a, I don't know what energy or I don't know exactly what it was, but it felt like it was aware of me and I was aware of it in a way that 
that hadn't been that way before. And but I wasn't afraid. I didn't get any bad feelings. Um, and I was just watching it because I couldn't believe that this whatever this was had changed colors. You know, like that. Um, my eyes are bad, but they're not quite that bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> I could tell a difference. You know your colors. I mean, at least to some degree, yeah. Um, I, I know a difference between like a, a orange, yellow, white, and a blue. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I got my mail, and I, I was just thinking, this is amazing. You know, I wonder what this is, and I, I wonder if it's felt like there was a presence there. So I, I, um, I sort of thought towards it. Hello, like hi. And I I feel like I got a response, but it was so fast. It was like the, the speed of thought was so fast that I barely picked it up. And it almost seemed like a, a hello back. But I wasn't sure because it was just so fast. And so I had the mail and I decided to walk back home. And I kept my eyes on it as much as that light as much as I could on the way back to my, my apartment, which is not far. And it stayed there the whole time. And it didn't move or do anything. But I still felt that presence. And um, I eventually got to my sidewalk um, in front of my door. And uh, I, I felt like I could have stood there all night, but then I really couldn't. But... So eventually I just said goodbye in my, in my mind. I felt like it was just, it felt natural. Like it felt like that was kind of just the way to do it. Like why bother talking out loud? But I, I don't know where I got that idea from. Maybe it's just being into these topics so much. I don't know. But, and so I went back inside. And um, that was it for that night. And I remember thinking, oh, that was amazing. I bet uh, that will never happen. And I was wrong. <laughs> so, but I just, I'm really surprised that I, I saw it again. I, I even saw, like, I could see the moon. The moon was out that night, too. So I know it wasn't just me mistaking the moon for, you know, this. Right. Um, but, yeah, I don't have any questions based on that first one there. Was it? To your to your eye, was it the size of the moon for you? No, no, it was more star like, more Okay. Um, it wasn't quite a like the size of a regular star, I don't think. It was bigger than that. Like usually when I see right. stars they're just tiny pinpricks. Right. So it's bigger than that, but nowhere near the size of the moon. Hmm. So yeah. And it changed colors. It did. And it did it while I wasn't looking or while I couldn't look as well. Right. Um, I almost wonder if, if it somehow knew about my low vision. And uh -huh. so it sort of reacted in a way where I wouldn't be confused or mistaken. I wouldn't, if it did it while I could see it, I wouldn't. I might write it off as, oh, wow, my eyes are really not doing great tonight or something, you know. Um, right. I, I could have written it off at that point. 
but no, it, it, it waited until I was behind the tree, which some suggests some kind of intelligence there again. And then it changed so that when I came up from behind the tree, it was different. So, That's really yeah. interesting. It is. And you it felt is. like it answered you. I did. And it was, but it was so fast that it was, I almost didn't notice it. That's how fast it was. It was like. And did it form? But, but yeah. Right. Was, was it, was it like in words or did you just kind of feel it? Did you hear a voice or did you <sighs> feel the word? If it I, if that makes any sense. Yeah, sorry. It may have been that I felt it because it was just, it seemed like it was faster than anyone could actually say the word. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's a good point. It could be that that's exactly what it was, and that's why I almost didn't notice because it wasn't regular speech. Yeah, because the the communication I got from... Uh, the shape-shifting little orb that was right in front of my face, um, it was very clearly communicating to me, and it had an idea that it communicated, but it wasn't in words. Right. So, yeah. And, and it came very quickly and forcefully. Uh, so right. it was, it's hard to explain how that feels. But <laughs> what you said kind of sounded like how it felt. That's amazing. I remember that story. I listened to, to your shows. I think I listened to you tell that story uh, here on your show. And then a couple times. Another wonder. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so that was the first sighting. And I, I, again, I thought, oh, that's, that was probably once in a lifetime thing. <laughs> and then what happened? <laughs> well, it was a couple weeks later. Um, I went outside again to get the mail um it was at night it was i actually went outside to get the mail and also was yeah it was um to do to do laundry um which the clubhouse is not far from where i live and and the light was out there again and i had at this point i had this 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 cart on wheels that you know had all my laundry and everything and but I noticed it as soon as I got outside, and it was it was that same blue. It didn't start out that regular star color. It was like mm -hmm. that same blue, like it was just just there again for me to see. And so I was watching it, and I was sending out that hello thought again. I don't. I never got any other responses really from it after that first hello. Um, except for just that sense of a presence from it. But um, so I was watching it as I was going around my court and and but eventually I got to the to the um, street that leads out of that court and I had to look away and I lost sight of it. But I looked back over my shoulder and it was not there anymore. Mm. It just somehow vanished. Well, when I looked forward again, it was in the sky still, but it was over, like above the clubhouse where I was heading. 
So it changed position. Yes. Mm. And and it did it without, you know, I never saw it move. Um, it was just there and then gone and then there. And um, mm. I was really amazed by that because that's, you know, to me that ruled out, okay, that's not, that's probably not, I mean, I didn't think it was anyway, but that's probably not a drone or an airplane or, you know, yeah. that was too fast. <laughs> that was yeah. within seconds. Um, and so I went over to the clubhouse and got into the laundry room. Um, I'm very lucky in that they have, they give you key cards for my apartment complex here. So you can technically go and do laundry whenever you want to. Um, and so I went into the building and did, um, got my, my laundry in there and everything. And then I left the building and uh, started walking back, back home. And as I was walking, I was keeping an eye on that, on that light as much as I cared. Well, of course, eventually I got to where I couldn't see it anymore. I was face, facing away from it. And I looked back one more time, and again, it was gone. Guess where it came back to? Right back in my court. <laughs> it did that. So it, it was it – was, Instead of following you, it kind of preceded you. Yeah. Right? It, it, it did that every time. I went out, you know, um, basically two more times at night to the, to the clubhouse and back. And every time I went out and every, every journey there and back, it would be where I was or it would be where I started at. And then it would just go away and it would just be there, you know, where I was going to be heading. And I did that every time <laughs> that night. <laughs> That's and, really funny. I swear they have a sense of humor. And again, it was like it was doing things that because of it, it seemed like it knew that I had bad eyes. So it was doing these things that I couldn't mistake it for anything else. Right. And, uh, so yeah, that was that was the uh, I believe that was the second time, um, and because it was a weekend, so I, I I just I said hello again. And I I thanked it for being there again, and and I, I never got any. I, I I would say I got like a neutral to maybe a slightly positive feeling from it the whole time. Every time I saw it, right. Um, so a couple of days later. I went out to get the mail again at night, and it was there again in the sky above my court. And um, it was this time it, it kind of did something different. It was almost like it it would um, change colors and also grow and then shrink back down to its original size. And it didn't do these things at the same time, but just it change colors and then that went back to blue and then it would grow a little bit and then shrink back down again. And it wow. just did that a few different times while I was watching, you know, that night. And, uh, and then I got the mail and I said hello and goodbye and everything. And I saw that thing for 
was it four night four more nights? Yeah, I think it was four four more four more mornings basically in a row. Wow. And so when it changed colors from blue, yeah. what color did it go to? And then did it go back to blue? Yes, it, it always went back to blue. Um, it went to, I saw a green. Um, I feel like I saw a red, but it was very fast. It didn't stay on red very long. It was like it was shifting between like blue and green and red. Um, I don't think it ever went to like a yellow or an orange, which is kind of funny. Huh. Um, but yeah, and then and so that was the colors that would kind of move between, and it wasn't a it wasn't like a um, it was like a flowing from one color to another to another. It wasn't like an instant uh. click, you know. It's just right. Like it's that color. No, it was changing almost. I almost want to say organically. In a way. Right. Right. So. The way color changing LEDs do, they'll sort of yeah. ooze from blue into green and then to yeah. yellow. And then, yeah. Yeah. So, and when it changed shape, it was always circular, but I could have swore at times when it was changing, like, I'd say changing shape, but it was more like it was getting bigger and then go back to its original size. But it didn't seem like it was always an even expansion. Like it was it was really hard to tell because it was so far away and everything, but it felt like it was um it wasn't like a balloon. I don't know, it was it was like it expanded in parts until it got to like hmm. a bigger size circle and then it, it uh, diminished in the same way kind of um, like it had well, angles or like uneven parts to it when it did that too hmm. well that's really so, interesting yeah because the, the what one would think was maybe it was moving closer and then backing away to, to make it appear to change size but in in your case it doesn't seem like that's what it was doing I, yeah i never got any sense of it coming closer i i did i sort of did what i, what I'm, I got in trouble with my friends for doing this i, I kind of said i'd love to see it you know come closer and and you know like i love to meet it like face to face or like you know in person and i got in circle with my friends who were saying they're thinking that toward it but um, but yeah, it was it was really amazing. Now, the I would say like the fourth and the fifth times last. Oh no, maybe the fifth and sixth times I saw it. Those last couple of days that week that I saw it, um, I still felt it. I still saw it. There was still the blue light, but I didn't do anything unusual those days. With the, the didn't change colors or or shape or size. And I could feel the presence from it, but it was almost like it was not there for me, like it was busy. Mm -hmm. uh, and the one, the first of those two days, I was sort of decided to ask some questions. And I don't remember now what they were, but it was just like, um, you know, can, do you have like a name or can, is there, you know, do you have a name or? 
just like general, like where did you come from, uh, that kind of stuff. Well, at one point, um, when I asked, or when I said I could come closer, really, I heard a sound from the back of my apartment, like a, like a, like a bump. But it sounded like it came from inside. And so I, I said goodbye because I was thinking, well, I gotta go check that out. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, at first I thought it must have been my cat, Logan. But when I turned around and looked at the window, but next to the door, she was standing right there looking at me. So <laughs> I don't think it was her. So no. I don't know what made the bump. Um, Huh. I really don't. Um, I'm just thinking here. I almost feel like now I have days mixed up. This is why I should write things down, but I never think to. Um, mm -hmm. But because there was one uh, one of those days, I know what I'm thinking of. It's, it wasn't the, the same day as the laundry. It was, it, it was one of those days. I think it was the the Sunday, Saturday night, and then Sunday night, or Sunday, Sunday morning and Monday morning. Between those two sightings, I had um, the return of the ghost cat. Oh. Yeah, I almost forgot about that because I was so focused on the light. But middle of the day, I was sitting here in my chair listening to a podcast. I don't remember what it was now, but just usual paranormal stuff as always. And so I have um, I have a table with my TV and my um, my video game console on it next to my chair. And what Logan will like to do sometimes is she'll jump on that table and lay in back of the TV. Um, and normally when she does that, she jumps on the table and then she lays down almost like right away. She doesn't really walk around a lot on the table. Well, this one day, right. I heard the sound of cat paws, like like a cat was walking around on the table. But I hadn't heard Logan jump onto the table. And it took me a second to realize this as I was hearing these sounds of a cat walking around on this table behind the TV. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, I had my blindfold on because my eyes are sensitive to light. And so, but I... I lean forward in my chair and lifted up my blindfold so I can look in back at the TV. And of course, as soon as I started leaning forward, the sound stopped. And I looked behind the TV and of course there was no one. Huh. So, so I don't know. Yeah, for people, you should probably sort of tell that you, you had a ghost cat before. In yes. case people haven't heard your your first episode with me, um, yeah. No so you could kind of give fill in a little bit on the ghost cat. So the ghost cat does not look the same as my cat that I have. Um, Logan is a tuxedo cat, so the dark uh, back and then the, the white stomach and um, and everything, but. Um, there was this one day where I was coming home from the, from errands and I saw a cat in the window 
looking out at me, and I thought it was Logan because she would do that. And because I figured, oh wow, the sun is really bright, but it's making it so I don't see any color on Logan at all. So that must just be the sun. So I get to the door and I open it, and as I'm opening it, of course, this cat walks behind the door, which Logan would do. And um, so I open the door just enough to get in and close it and look behind the door and there's no cat. <laughs> and I walk inside oh, and I close the door. It's the invisible cat. Yeah, I, I close the door and, and walk inside and everything. And I quickly look around the corner and Logan is asleep on a rocking chair at the other end of the park. And there was no sound of a cat running or anything. And then I was thinking back and I was like, wait, what if that wasn't the sun making this cat look all white? Because it really, I was, I had been surprised. Like I was thinking, man, I've never seen the sun do that to Logan before. Like to make her look that way before. And yeah. And so I had that happen that one day. Well, a while later, I was here at home sitting in my chair, um, fell asleep in my chair and uh, just relaxing. And I uh, had this dream and it started off as regular dreams, but then eventually it shifted to this big, um, well, not huge, but just a good sized cat, white cat, all white fur, blue eyes, sitting there. Basically, on my stomach, which is was kind of sticking out because I was sitting in my chair, um, and just looking at me like, hello, I'm here. And I got this sense of it, it like it had been around for a long time. Like, I, got, I just got the sense of, of it was, it, it had been around for a while. It, it, it was aware, it knew things, you know, that kind of thing. And right. And then, of course, I started to wake up because I, I did feel pressure on my stomach. Well, it turned out it was Logan sitting on my stomach, which she never does. But I think she was sensing this other cat, and she didn't care for it being right there on top of me. And so she decided to get right there, too. And uh, that dream <laughs> ended, and I woke up, and then she jumped down right after I woke up. Uh, but, yeah, so that's the huh. few times I've seen the cat. But I've heard the cat and felt the cat walking around on my bed by my feet um and i always knew it was this ghost cat because i know i would never feel it jump on or off of the bed i would just feel it walking around on the bed um so and then the other thing that would happen when i say i heard it that's because i would hear the sound of of a cat um nudging the doors and the cabinets the cupboards in the kitchen, the lower ones, um, the way they'll do. Right. Just they're just rubbing against things, or they want to things out. And sometimes it would be Logan, but there was one time when I was going to tell Logan to stop it. As I was hearing the stories, I looked down and she's right next to me. <laughs> so it wasn't her. Yeah, unless she's unless she's astral traveling, it's not her. <laughs> I mean, unless she's teleporting, because I have had experiences of that. I don't remember if I told that story or not. But I don't know you haven't. Okay, well I'll get to that too. Um but uh so yeah, it was just really odd that I had this the sighting of this light outside. Um this one weekend that I did laundry 
and then I had the next, you know, that that like less than less than half a day later, I had I heard the, the the ghost cat, and it was just hanging out, and then it was gone, and then you know I saw the light again that next morning. So yeah, I um I sort of wonder, and this would be one of those just far out there thoughts, but is the ghost cat somehow the blue light? Hmm. Somehow. I don't know how, but. Maybe. Or they yeah. might be related. Could or, be you know, that's one of the things that, that John Keel always would ask people who saw UFOs or Mothman for that matter. Mm. He'd ask, you know, have you ever had any strange things happen in your house? And, <laughs> you know, oh, well, you know. Strange sounds, we've seen apparitions, cabinets opening and closing. Yeah. You know, so there is a relationship happening, but you don't know what it is or what it signifies. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so, like I said, those last couple of days, I, I saw the light outside, but it wasn't, it was like it was there, but it was busy. There wasn't really focused focused on me, which makes me wonder mm -hmm. who was it focused on. Like, uh -huh. was there someone else in my apartment complex that I don't even know that maybe was having other experiences at the time and around that time uh -huh. that I have no way of knowing about because this is a good sized apartment complex and you know I don't know hardly anybody here really, which sounds odd, but it's true. Um, so, and then I didn't see it again for a while after that, until around, it was the day after Thanksgiving, I remember now, because um, I had gone to my mom's house uh, for Thanksgiving dinner, uh, she had come and, she had come and picked me up that day, and then she brought me back home, she was like half an hour away, not too far. And I was getting out of the car once we had pulled into my court here. And um, as I was getting out of the car, I had a feeling to look up. Just that feeling like, hey, you need to look up. And there it was again. Hmm. And so I, <laughs> I was amazed, but I was also thinking, okay, my mom is here. So I, I so told her. I had already told her about the light before, and she's not really huge into all this, but she doesn't discount it. And I said, hey, Mom, mm -hmm. um, it's back. Remember that light? And so she actually looked up and saw it, too. So it wasn't just me. And she What did she think of it? Well, she confirmed it was blue. And um, she didn't really know what to make of it. Unfortunately, she couldn't look at it uh, for a really long time. She has um, she had um, surgery on her neck a while back, so she couldn't oh keep her head yeah up. lifting her head like that and, is probably yeah, not good. Yeah, not for not for very long at all, really. You know, and so but she didn't know what to make of it. She just she saw it and she she knew I'd had experiences with it and. Um, but it was, of course, by then it was already getting to be cold outside at, in the evening, you know, 
thirties or whatever, twenties. Yeah. And so we both kind of hurried up. She got back into the car and I headed through my door. And, um, but I didn't go back, back outside, like about 20 minutes after I got, you know, after I went inside and it was still there. And so I said hello again and thank you for coming again, you know, and, and I, I again, actually said, you know, if you, uh, if you're here for any reason that that's positive, you're welcome to, you know, come inside. And um, I haven't had any other experiences with it, with it except for sort of seeing it in my mind's eye a couple times when I've been sitting here with my blindfold on, kind of thinking about it. I don't know for sure how much of that is just me, but I can right. still picture it in my mind really easily, which is also odd in a way because I can't, I'm not terribly good at visualizing things because of my vision, I think. But I can always think of that, right. that light. Huh. That's interesting. I would say that it, it has communicated with you, like the instinct, instinctive, like, look up yeah. that you got the last time. And I've, I've experienced that, too. It, it, I don't know if something is broadcasting to you, hey, I'm up here, look. Or if you are tapped in and you feel something close, so you look up. You know, whether it's a communication to you or you're feeling something through your own ability. It, I don't know which it is, but there's been more than one time that I've had the, oh, let's go outside. Oh, let's look up. <laughs> yeah. And then there's something. No, you're, you're totally you know? right. It's really or hard to pinpoint that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, well, did I create this damn light? I mean, you know, <laughs> what yeah. happened? What is this? Um, and I don't think that, that we create it per se. I, I do feel like there's something outside of us that is involved in it. Right. But it is kind of kind of funny that, you know, you can be tapped in and, and something can let you know, hey, we're over here. Look over here. Hey. Yeah. Without it being words, almost always, just a a feeling or a or a sense. And it's or you really know, I'll amazing. say something funny. Uh, yeah, I'll say oh. something funny like, "Oh, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we saw UFOs?" <laughs> and then you know, a minute later, oops. Well, that was the thing because again, my friend and I had just been talking about doing an episode on sort uh -huh. of in contact not long, I don't know, like a week or so before that sighting happened. It's so, like something was listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And at this point, yeah, at this point, I'm a lot more chill about the idea that something listens. Um, when I was younger and it, it can't, you know, I realized that something had heard what I was saying two days before and, and commented on it two days later, yeah. uh, you know, forcefully, um, that was, that, that hit me really hard. Um, 
but then now I'm, I'm more like, well, you know, I, I guess they're listening and, uh, I made it to 56 years old and it hasn't hurt me yet. So I'm probably okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I look at it almost as it's almost like a paranormal version of just when you go out in public, you have no idea who's, you know, who hears what you say or sees yeah. what you do. Yeah. And you, all you can do is just, you know, be as careful as you can. And, you know, and I almost kind of look at it that in that way now with all this stuff because I think it's similar. Mm hmm. I think you're right. So how how has the blue light made you feel? It was amazing. It was really amazing because I never expected. I never thought I would see anything in the sky like that. I never mm -hmm. expected to have a quote unquote UFO experience um, or a, a right. anything in the sky experience because of my vision being the way it is. You know, I always figured if I saw a light in the sky. It may look weird, but it probably turned out to be, again, something regular, something normal, a plane or a drone or, you know, something like that. Right. Um, and so if that light hadn't given off that sense of presence, I could have written it off. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty easily. It's, I mean. It, seem, yeah. it seems like it, it went out of its way to disabuse you of that idea. Yes. But it was also never invasive in any way. I mean, it never, it never, I never got any sense of any, anything direct from it as far as um, negative or even just like, aggressive or, or anything. Never any sense of anything other than, than again, like hello or like I'm here. Um, you know, nothing that could be even mistaken for being negative or aggressive or whatever. Um, but it just yeah. wanted me to know that it was there. And, and uh -huh. then it, later on, it just wanted me to know that if you wanted me to have confirmation from someone else that, yeah, uh -huh. I'm really here, you know? And, um, and, then, and, and then I haven't seen it since then. Um, I have seen other little lights smaller lights since then a couple mm -hmm. times um oh, well you got to tell me about that <laughs> yeah um and and it was always again at night i almost wonder if, if they're connected to that blue light but i don't know for sure because i did again i did mm -hmm. look at it come inside um but i i had this experience this one night where I hadn't been feeling good that day. Sometimes my, my eyes, if I move the wrong way, I get dizzy. And then it takes a good afternoon, half a day or so, for me to get better. And I was just getting better from that. And and right. so I was just relaxing and, and sitting in my chair here. And um, I had been thinking about trying to watch for that blue light outside of my back window. Um, because I have a sliding glass patio door. So it's just like three pane, three giant panes of glass, you know, that I can look outside through. And so I had the, the blinds open so I could look outside. 
And I started noticing, I was seeing little little flashes of light, but they were inside. Um, but they were tiny. It was almost like just little pinpricks of light that were appearing and then vanishing. But sometimes they would move a little bit before they would vanish. And I've oh. never had that happen before when I was getting, when I was recovering from being dizzy or really ever. You know, around my time, 41 years. Um, that's never been like a, 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 a side effect or whatever of, you know, anything that I've gone through. Right. So but I, I started seeing it, and it lasted, I mean, for a good hour or so, I think. Um, and I was talking with friends mm. online while this was going on, and I was telling them about it. And, uh, yeah, it was really amazing. I didn't get any bad feelings again from it. I can't say that it was the same as the blue light, but um, I can't say it wasn't either. Right. What color were they? Or were they just white? I think they were just white. Yeah, there was no no color as far as I could see. And they were so fast that all I really saw was just white light. Um, huh. yeah, and there were just, and it would always just, just be like one or two. It would never be so much that I, I couldn't see where I was going or looking at. It was just like a little bit, almost like, again, like they wanted to be noticed. So they were like, here, we'll just do this one and that one. That's it. And then they're gone. And then, you know, two more, one or two more, and then they're gone. That huh. kind of thing. Right. That is really interesting. Yeah. Now, and did you get get any sounds with any nope, of this? No, nope, no sounds. I didn't think so. No sounds. The only oh. sound I ever had happen was that one night that I heard the one sound in the back of my apartment, and I still have no idea if that was even connected to the to the blue light or not. Really, I mean, there's been enough other stuff in this apartment that it could have just been some something or someone else. You know, trying to get attention or passing through or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Right. But, uh, hey, James, I'm over here. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was, it was, yeah. I almost had that feeling of like trying to get my attention, but I couldn't say for sure who it was or what it was. But yeah. Um, I did see the lights one other time, the little lights. And this other time I saw them. It was really amazing because I was seeing them outside, but they were really low to the ground, like um, hmm. not very high at all. Like just um, just above the fra- the bottom of, of the frame of the of the the doorway. So, hmm. and they were just doing the same thing, but they were just all lower to the ground. Um, and hmm. uh, it didn't last long that time, though. Maybe just a few minutes. So, but uh, huh. yeah. So that's all the light stuff as far that's as really interesting. Since then, yeah. So that's that's still that's a lot of of stuff in a short period of time. Yeah, that's a lot of light sightings. It is. Yeah, you know, keep me yeah. updated because that's. 
that's interesting that you have this. Now, did you ever do the episode with your friend? Yes, we did. Yeah. And it was, it was a lot of fun. And uh, it was in between, like, I think it was, we did it in between the first and the second sighting, I believe. So like we're right within that two week window or whatever of the, the first and second sighting. Huh. So, yeah. Yeah. And, I uh, wonder, I wonder if that had any, it was, it's kind of like it was your precipitating event to mention it. Yeah. And then it, that's what kicked off the blue light appearing. Yeah. It's just, it's a very active light. Yes. It, I thought so as well. It really wanted you to notice it. That's, that's, that's the part that really gets me in it. It tailored its, um, way of communicating itself to you specifically. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it did things like it knew the way your eyes worked or didn't work. You know, yeah. it, it, it understood. And so it did things that would make you, <laughs> I would say not able to falsify it. You know, and, to say, well, never, that's just yeah. an airplane. <laughs> well, it never moved um, when I was looking at it either. That's the thing. It never moved yeah. to where I could lose track of it. You know, it never like, yeah. slipped off um, to where yeah. I lose it and not know what you're looking at. It never did that once. But it... Yeah, but you'd walk in a direction and it would yeah. be, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd have it in front of you, then you'd walk in another direction and it should have been in a totally yeah. different place like behind you. Yep. And then it's where you were going. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly. my favorite part. It's like, I beat you. It's like a three-year-old, you know, when you, yeah. when you run, when with, a, you know, two kids run and they chase and the one that, that wins gets there faster is like, I beat you, I beat you. Yeah, that's why I say was, I think they have senses of humor. Oh, definitely, and it and it was just that one. I think to me is the most amazing of all because it did that over and over that night. Because I went to that yeah. laundry room, you know, three times and back three times, and every time I I moved, it would it would lead me to where I was going. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's really funny. It is. It's amazing. I'm looking forward to this um, this year, this summer. I plan on um, getting a chair and maybe sitting outside at night uh, some nights and seeing if uh, anything can happen again. So. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking that, you know, this summer maybe Morgana and Fox and I will do that again. That We, that we did that for a while. Um, so, so some, sometimes during the summers, during the COVID lockdown, mm -hmm. we'd, you know, stake out a spot and hang outside. Right. And, uh, you know, and we got really good, uh, Fox got really good at being able to identify airplanes because, you know, those, those green and red lights, those are FAA lights. And then there's the strobe, you mm -hmm. know, and. We we got pretty good at it, but we still did see some stuff that did not make any sense. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the that amazing gold colored one. Oh wow! Yeah, 
No, that's um, that's the amazing, and that's an amazing thing to me too. Is that there's all these things that are out there, these lights and whatever they are, that are out there in the skies, and made all the regular stuff. I don't understand yeah. how how all that can be out there, and more and more people don't. I guess I mean maybe they do see it more, and they just don't say anything. I don't know. I guess that, that gets into that whole discussion of that.
oh, that that's so, their targeting computer. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it's, a thing on it. It's like it's, whoa. It's hilarious. It's like I mean, I then I, I I think I heard the other day that they're not even looking for the stuff that they shot down now somewhere. I think I heard that in the news somewhere. Like they've stopped looking for it. Yeah. And it's like, well, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing that's probably possibly because it's all just man-made stuff, and yeah. probably not even anything military. Which means if they go and find it, then yeah, they're gonna say, "Yeah, we used these these missiles that are worth hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars to shoot down, you know, stuff that doesn't even matter." So no, they're not like yeah, you know, so. yeah, yeah. I think they probably picked up enough. <laughs> to go, oh, yeah, this is all this it is. Okay. Uh, yeah. It may be that they, they also kind of wanted to show off that they could shoot down stuff that far away. Yeah. That's possible. Oh, I don't doubt It's like, hey, look what we can do. Yeah, I don't doubt there was a, a purpose, be, purpose behind all that other than what what was put out to the public. I mean, I, I don't doubt that at all. There's more than that than yeah. just what was reported. But... Yeah, no, it's hilarious. There's all this weird stuff going on, but it's just the stuff that doesn't really make it to the mainstream because it's just it's so personal. I think I always say I'm, I'm more interested. In I think so too. Than anything, any uh huh, or organization is going to put out because they're going to have a narrative. They're going to have a, a, another purpose behind what they put out. It's just that's how it's going to be. Yes. That is a hundred percent true. Also, I do have problems with people wanting disclosure from the government, but they don't trust the government. Yeah. So if you think about that, then why would you trust anything they said regarding yeah. you? Okay. You know, to me, that is so incompatible. Those two thoughts are very in. I can hold two incompatible thoughts in my head at the same time, but when they're that opposing, I, I can't really because I, I I just go then you can't. Tr okay, <laughs> okay, you just you just you just be that way over there. Yeah, N you know, just sit sit at that other table, and I'll wave to you from here. <laughs> you know, we. Because if you talk to me too much, my head is going to explode. Oh, man, it is. It's, it's, it's maddening. maddening. I, I only keep track of like, stuff on, online, like on Twitter or whatever, just in case some really weird thing does happen that everyone starts talking about. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't hold any, any, I don't hold my breath for it. I don't, hold, I don't expect, you know, that to happen. Um, but, yeah. No, I, I don't either. But and I agree with you. I think that the personal narratives, the personal experiences, and what they mean to the people who experience them is more important and is more interesting to me. Yeah. Um I I'm I'm chasing around, you know, these anomalous light phenomena and you know, I think I'm at book forty seven now. Um and and the the answer is so far they've been experienced throughout time. Yeah, they've been given different meanings throughout time, and they affect people differently throughout time. 
but they do seem to affect people. Yeah. And, you know, it, that fascinates me. The idea that it could be somehow generated by our planet itself, mm-hmm. I think that's a really interesting idea. Definitely. I just try to gather the most interesting ideas from the facts that oh, yes. are presented to me and then try to understand it. But I do think out of everything, the way that it affects people is the most interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. And just the patterns you can find if you look at enough stories of experiences, you know, sometimes they're mm-hmm. conflicting, but at least you can still find sort of groups or clusters of similar things, experiences or, or reactions, or, you know, you can start to see these, these different, um, common common points within you know groups of stories and and to me that's just yeah that's that's the most the most interesting part of it is just I mean collecting all these stories of experiences to me is just so much fun. It's it's fun to hear them, it's fun to collect them. I really like making friends with the people who who have had these experiences and, and listening to them. Um but one of the things that I think I know that some there are people who look at these experiences as folklore and and analyze it the way folklorists analyze folklore stories, which is you look for the common threads right. and you see what those are, and sometimes a pattern will emerge. Yeah. Uh, and and that's one of the ways that you know I like to look at 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 things like that. Um. For example, with uh, Jacques Vallée's book, Trinity, when it first came out, a lot of people, before they even read it, mind you, heard what it was about, and they started going, wow, and, you know, they started complaining that, oh, this is not like Vallée. He's gone nuts and bolts, and he's, he's, you know, he's talking about a downed aircraft and this, that, and the other thing, and, you know, me being the big nerd gets a copy of it when it the very first day it's available I get a Kindle copy and I tear through it in a a 24-hour period and I looked at it and as I was reading the case and, and reading about the witnesses I could you know point to commonalities in that story with the commonalities of another story that he had put in one of his books from mm-hmm. like the 1970s. And I was like, this is a classic valet case, guys. <laughs> it involves a farm kid. Actually, this time it's two farm kids, but in the 70s it was one farm kid. And they're sent out to do something with the, the livestock on the farm. In the 1970s, it was gather the horses. In this other, this new case, it was count the cattle, you know. And so they go out into uh, a very deserted place and they see an object. In the 1970s, the object lands. And in the um, new case, it crashes. Hmm. (laughs) You know, and in the... So I I could sit and list off all of these things, I'm like, that's the exact kind of thing he's interested in. Yeah. 
it's no different, y'all. <laughs> and by the way, read it before you go on about it, hey? <laughs> yeah, that's, I never have understood that. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, um, he's an author I still need to get into. I haven't, I haven't gotten to it yet, but I will be soon. Um, but yeah, no, it's, that's the thing. I love looking at all these cases and, and I, I, I do think it's important not to, not to go with any ideas of, of what you think it's going to be just based on what you've heard or, you know, seen or whatever from different reports of it. It's like, just, just like you said, just read the thing or watch the thing or whatever first and then go from there. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So, and I do still try not to have my own belief held too tightly for anything. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause it's, you never know when something is going to pop up. That's just going to poke holes right through that. And you're like, Oh, um, okay. Well, all right. So that's yeah. the thing. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, you have yeah. to be intellectually honest if that happens. You gotta you gotta let it go if it yeah. happens. You go, well, there we are. Oops. Yeah. Definitely try that, a new one. That's the thing with with um when I first started looking into all this, I, I used to have this idea. I think I mentioned this in the last one I was on the show. I used to all I knew was this idea that ghosts are just spirits of people that have passed. You know, any kind of apparition is just is just that. And then I started reading and listening to more stories of experiences, and it's like, wait, that doesn't make sense for that. You know, there's these other yeah. factors that could be there. I mean, there could be time anomalies, there could be astral projection, and there could be both. I mean, <laughs> there's so many things. But uh, yeah, but yeah. Um, I was just thinking, I I am. Um, did mention the teleporting cat experiences. Yes, earlier. you got to talk about the teleporting cat. So it involves a cat, which is obviously good, yes. and teleporting. So there you go. Uh, it, it has led my my friends and I to this um, theory that cats are secretly aliens that have already taken over the world. We just don't know it. Um. And they can do things that we're not aware of usually, uh, but uh -huh. um, so it's quite sort of a half joke, joking, not joking kind of thing. But um, so I've already talked before about how Logan has appeared in the dream that I had, where she defended me from some kind of creature that looked just like her, you know, and but it wasn't her, and so she she has a we already know she has abilities in that regard. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. so but this one day I was I was uh, sitting on my bed I have my lit my living room is my bedroom just the way I have it set up because it's just me um, and so I was sitting on my bed and I saw her um, walking away from me towards the front of the apartment and she walked out of sight then I heard the sound in the back of the apartment it was the sound of the blinds moving a little bit I turned and looked. She walks out from behind the blinds. <laughs> so. Wow. I don't know what happened. 
I know that there was no way for her to get back around behind me without me seeing. Because this apartment is not that big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know if she... I go to the teleporting thing because it just sounds more fantastic. I don't know if, I, if she was astral projecting somehow. Or if there was, again, some kind of a time anomaly. I've, I've really gotten to the point now where it's like, I think anything is possible. And that's a possibility. Um, or if she teleported. And so that happened in this one day. Uh, that, was, that was odd. That was pretty amazing. And I don't know, weeks later, I was um, walking and I saw her again heading in one direction and I could see where she was going. She was heading away from me and I turned around not long after that and she's coming toward me. Basically did the same thing. Oh. <laughs> so. Maybe she could split herself into two. I... <laughs> it, who knows? And. So I was like, wow, okay, well, that's that's confirmation of something going on here because that's twice now. So uh, another, I don't know, few weeks, months, or two later, I got up from my chair right here and I saw her sleeping on, actually where she's at right now, sleeping on this other chair, uh, lay, laying down in this chair, and it uh, looks like she's asleep. And I turned away from that chair, and she's walking toward me. I look back at the chair and she's not there. Oh. So, I don't know. Um, I don't know what to make of all of that. Well, whatever know, she's doing, I think she likes to confuse you. Yeah, that, that's something. I think she does. She likes to mess with, mess with me, I think. I think she has fun doing that once in a while. And, uh, but that fits. That fits her personality. She she loves me, but she's she likes to have fun, apparently. So, yeah. Um, I don't know okay. for sure what she's doing. But, uh, yeah. I mean, part of me wonders if she has a twin, you know, an evil twin <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, you know, has has hidden in your apartment all this time. And the two of them are playing games. I don't think that's the case. She'd be eating way more food. You'd yeah. notice that. Or what I've been seeing, and I just realized this now, what I've been seeing is that other identical cat that I saw in that dream that she was facing off with. Yeah. I just realized that just now. That could be. That connection, possibly. That could be. So... That's, so that's you, well, maybe she does have an evil twin. Maybe it's some kind of evil astral. It's, it's not like a physical. It's like something else. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. It's an evil, like non-embodied twin. Yeah. Okay, that's. Um, she could be having a whole like adventurous life that you don't even know about. Oh, she chasing that evil twin yeah. off. Yeah, or she teleports. I mean, she yeah. could be going out and doing whatever she wants to. And I, mean, I wouldn't even know. So, yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. I have to tell my friends about that idea. Yeah, I, mean, I just came up with that just, just now, that other than Logan theory. Huh. 
Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. That's so, a good one. But uh, so that would mean I know two other ghostly cats. Maybe not ghost cats, but maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Hope I don't get all three of them here in the same well, place you know, at the same time. Yeah, I like that. I mean, we don't know, you know, when we see apparitions of, of animals, we, you know, are they ghosts or are they spirits? Are they, are they visions of a cat from another time or place? Yeah. Who knows? Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's the problem is, you know, we have all of this, but we don't always have the meaning of what, what this yeah. is. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of stories of apparitions of people that look like they're solid living people, so why can't they be the same with pets, with animals? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Um, wow. I'm trying to think of anything else that's been happening recently. Um, I mean, I, I still have the occasional bumps and bangs in the apartment. Um, and, uh, the, yeah, the, the poltergeist stuff. knocks or. Yeah. 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 Still have that. Um, I did have one series of dreams. That I'm not sure if they were paranormal or not, but it was weird because it was um, basically three different dreams across three days. And, and there were different situations, but it was like I was in the same building for all three dreams, but it wasn't a building that I recognized. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how we're doing for time. Mm -hmm. you want me to go to that or not? Oh, you're good. Okay. You're good. Tell me your dreams, and 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 yeah, we'll figure. We'll 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 say goodbye after that. Okay. This is because I want to know about it now. Yeah. Well, so I um. This first one I had, I was walking around this building. It was like it was like it was a um, apartment building. It was like I was in a giant apartment, but all the doors were like the kind you would see in, in um, like businesses. Like there were like the, the the glass, like it was like a window door, right? You know, yeah. And there were all those kind of doors, so it didn't make sense. Because what kind of apartment would have, you know, these kind of doors? And I remember right. wandering around this, this apartment and then going into this hallway. And I uh, came across another hallway, an intersecting loop. And there was this guy that I recognized from my last apartment, which that was almost 20 years ago now. And he had been, I, I'm guessing in his I'm thinking some of those back then when I had been living there. And but I saw him in this street. And um, he turned to face me and I recognized him. And he kind of like jumped like I had I had surprised him. But then he just turned back and kept on walking forward. But it had startled me so much to see this guy that I barely knew even then that I started to wake up. And I had this weird sense in, in this dream, like I was 
this building that I was in, I was actually, I lived there for some reason. Uh-huh. And there was a bunch of people that lived there. Um, but I don't know why. It was like, it was a building where just who knows how many people had moved into. But I don't know the reason behind it. Of course, I can guess. It seemed almost like a possible, like a apocalyptic or post-apocalyptic kind of situation, even though I didn't have any details, if that makes any sense. Um, and so I woke up from that, and I thought, well, that was that was odd, you know, being in this place that was like a like a apartment building, but like not quite the same as one. And so I kind of mm-hmm. turned aside and they uh, went to my day and fell asleep the next day. I sleep during the daytime usually. And so I went to bed again and uh, next day and I had this dream and and I could tell by it was a sense of feeling more than anything else. I was back in that building. And it was very, um, everything was very like neutral colors, um, like I don't know, grays. Mm-hmm. And, just, and and I was sitting in like a, a lobby room waiting for my mom. And she got there and she said, oh, it'll just be a minute, I have to use the restroom. And there are restroom doors nearby. And so she was heading towards one of the doors. And I was... I started to become aware at that point of like, you know, wait, I'm in this building again. And of course, after that, I started to wake up and everything faded. So I woke up and I was thinking, that's odd. That's two days in a row of, of dreams of this place that felt like it was the same place as the. But I don't know where it was. I didn't recognize it at all. But um, hmm. so. So the last day, the next day, I went to bed and um, had kind of, I had been thinking about those other two dreams, but I wasn't focusing on it. Well, I appeared in another room, like a lobby room, um, tables and chairs and stuff. Again, felt like in the same building. And there were people all around and they were just like, it wasn't, um, they were just going about like their, their daily business and just, you know, moving into the room or relaxing, sitting and relaxing and talking, but I couldn't really, um, I don't remember what and they said. I didn't remember what they said after I woke up. But it was like I was living there. It was like all these dreams were, were about me and people I knew, apparently, and people I didn't know, living in this building. And after that, mm-hmm. that was it. There were more dreams about that place. That's wild. I've been, you know, I've been having these dreams that are sort of post-apocalyptic or mm-hmm. pre-apocalyptic, you know, mm-hmm. like it, the apocalypse is coming, but it hasn't gotten here yet. Right. Which I can't imagine why anybody would dream about that kind of yeah. stuff this yeah. time, you know, in, in, in these times. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Um, but I've been dreaming about being in the same world, I guess. Um, and, and there's these continual storylines that go with it. 
Mm. And the same people are in the dreams. Some of whom I know, some of whom I know in the dream, but I don't actually know when I wake up. And weirdly, I can remember them very, very well. And this has been going on for a few years now. Mm. So I don't know what that is. Maybe I should, you know, write it as a novel. <laughs> Maybe that's what's what it's trying to get me to do. It's like, hey, I've got a plot for you. Come here. <laughs> write this down. Like, yeah. Don't I have be. enough things to do? I know. Yeah. I um <laughs> I've uh I used to be into writing a lot, but then I started doing the podcast and now it's like I just don't have the energy most of the time to really want to focus on the writing. At this point, I, I enjoy the podcast more than now that I actually enjoy the writing. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. um, I don't know. But yeah, it's weird with those dreams. I really wonder sometimes about, because um, I had other dreams before about what seemed like a, a alternate or parallel universe. Um, mm-hmm. and I can't remember if I, talk, if I talked about this or not last time, but basically I had a dream one time where I was in the house where my uh, I used to live with my mom and her um, her husband after my dad. So it was not my dad, but her, her. Now he's not actually technically my stepdad anymore because he got divorced years ago too. But we were all in the house, and including my half sister, their daughter. But instead of just the one, which is what it is here, they only had one. There were three of them there. They had three daughters oh. in that world. And we were all still in that same house. So it was odd because that's not how it is. You know, they're not together anymore. They're, yeah. They only have the one daughter, you know. <laughs> and But in the dream, it felt normal. I didn't feel weird. It felt like it was the way it was, yeah. it was supposed to be. And it didn't feel weird until after I woke up. And, I and then like, you wake up. Wait, wait a second. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's. And then you wake not... up and it's like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> and so I wonder if those three dreams that I had recently, maybe were some kind of other um, alternate, hopefully some other alternate kind of universe. That's what I'm yeah. kind of hoping. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, and yeah, and with my dreams, I'll dream about the same places Mm -hmm. over and over, and they will stay the same, Mm. you know, from dream to dream. Which, in in my dreams, normally that doesn't happen. It's much more, you know, in a dream that to me is, you know, you can tell that's a dream. Is it's not consistent. And things change halfway through the dream. Like, you know, you're dreaming that you're in this house and then, you know, you go through different rooms and it's this weird house. And, and then you you suddenly, without leaving a door or anything, you're in a different setting. Right. Um, and, and, you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah. these actually have logical things happening. And then they're consistent every time I, you know, wake up in that reality universe or whatever right. and it's 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 kind of unsettling because yeah. uh, i no, just is. even even last night i was just like 
why do I keep dreaming about this place? And it's not just houses and buildings that are the same, but it's like um, settings, like mm -hmm. forests and hills and trees and caves. And, you know, and I'm like, okay, this is getting weirder and weirder. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I appreciate this. Yeah. No, after I woke up yeah. after those three times, like, I don't like that idea of like, you know, wherever I was living, like it was like I had to be there for some reason. You know, like I mean, yes, I was yeah. okay in the dreams. I I didn't feel, I wasn't afraid. There was no danger that I could. But still, it was like that's not how it is, and that's not really how I want it to be. Like I have, I like having my own place. You know, so, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. So it's All been right. an interesting. Uh, well, I'm glad you came and told me your stories. Yeah, it's been an interesting year, I guess you could say. So. Yeah. Definitely. And yeah. I'm still interested with that that blue light. It seems like a very friendly being light. Whatever yeah. it is, UFO, yeah. UAP. It feels so weird calling it a UFO because, like, in a way, because of like, I didn't see. I know. Craft. Like, there's no craft that I like. Yeah. <laughs> like a nuts and bolts thing. So, but it's so I just yeah. call it the light, but it's like it kind of falls into that category that people have made of UFO, but it's like not quite, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, the thing is, is there's a solid percentage of UFO reports that are of lights yeah. and that with no s structured craft visible yeah. or it's only suggested mm -hmm. by the shape of the lights that there's a craft. You can't really see it. Um, yeah. So that That's, it's not wrong to call it a UFO, but I kind of, yeah. I like anomalous lights better. Yes. It, it just... Yes. It seems to fit the character yeah. and it, it takes it away from the extraterrestrial hypothesis to a more general, well, we don't know what it is. Yeah, exactly. Sort of idea. Yeah. Well, obviously, if anything else happens with your light, I, I really want to hear about it. I'll let you know. All right. All right. Well, thank you. And where can people find you? Because we want people to find you. Oh, yeah. If they're um, nice. Yes, that's, that's very true. Um, only if you're nice. But, um, and if you're not, then, uh, yeah, you don't have to get there. But, um, no, if you look up uh, Salcedo Paranormal online, you should be able to find my podcast page. And uh, I have a YouTube page as well. And uh, I'll be sending you a link. Um, with that, that has all my links in it and you can find me there. All right. And I'll put it in the show notes. Thank you again. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. You too. Well, that's all for this week's episode of the six degrees of John Keel podcast. If you have any questions or thoughts about the podcast or would like to come and talk about your experiences of the paranormal, you can contact us at 6djk67 at gmail.com.
We promise to even answer you, and we are always happy to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you.